to Sunday Morning, a weekly podcast presented by Church Without Walls of Greer. Jesus, we thank you and praise you and bless you. We lift up your holy name. You're worthy of all praise and glory and honor. Lord, I pray you help us to hear what you have for us to hear today. Lord, help us to uh, be able to discuss it and to... Uh, you know, for whoever this is for to to get to them, Lord, we thank you and praise you and bless you. Amen. All right, I'm back in the Sermon on the Mount this week. Verse chapter seven. I'm kind of bouncing around. I'm not skipping stuff intentionally. I'm just every once in a while something particularly talks to you, so that's what we're doing. Um, and this is chapter seven, verse twelve, which many people know as the Golden Rule. Um, And I'm reading it out of the Passion Translation. In everything you do, be careful to treat others in the same way you'd want them to treat you. For that is the essence of all the teachings of the law and the prophets. Basically, that's what all of the law and the prophets boils down to. Do unto others, you'd have others do unto you. I actually had somebody who believed this and trying to convince me that the golden rule is a bad thing because if people don't like themselves, they'll treat other people badly. And I'm like, that lacks kind of a fundamental understanding of human nature. Wait a minute. Say that again. They were trying to convince me that the golden rule is bad because if somebody doesn't like themselves, they'll treat other people badly. Yeah, well, there's plenty of people who don't like themselves that because treat people they want to be fine. treated. They they treat themselves badly, so they'll treat other people badly too. And I'm like, that shows a really fundamental lack of understanding of human nature. See, God and Jesus has a really good understanding of human nature. Because even the people who feel the worst about themselves, down inside, want people to treat them well. Mm-hmm. Sure. They, they want that. You know, there may be, you know, one out of 10 million people that's psychologically, whatever, so messed up that, they, that they're not like that. But that's the exception. I mean, that's that's the abnormal. So, because deep down, we want people to treat us well. Now, sometimes we get skewed perceptions of what's good and what's bad, but that's just because human understanding of good and evil is not, I mean, good and evil is not really the, the goal. You know, it wasn't the goal of what God wanted in the first place. So, if we do to others, if we treat others the way we want to be treated by them, then that means that we're going to... Because how often do you think, oh, I try to treat them so fair and they don't treat me fair at all. (laughs) In social media, people do it all the time. It's like... Woe is me, nobody treats me fair. I treat everybody else fair, but none of them treat me fair. Which is kind of a broad overlapping blanket statement that 
pretty much says, well, you just didn't treat them fair. <laughs> so, but, you know, that's, I mean, you, st- and that's, you see that everywhere. And again, that's kind of human nature too, but. If you're not careful, you'll do it yourself. Well, yeah, I mean, well, that's what I'm just saying is, you know, like, why won't people treat me fair? I treat everybody fair. Do you? What about, and how about, and what about that time you said, and how about the time, this, what about this post rate? You know, there's been lots of times I've been tempted to go down that, and I'm like, nope, backing away from that, not doing that. (laughs) I'm sure I've messed up enough times, I'm not going to point out somebody else's failures, which I guess kind of goes along with what we're talking about here. (laughs) You know, it it also goes along with the, the scripture that Jesus said, you know, judge not lest you be judged. See, if we treat other people the way we want to be treated, then that means we're going to judge them the same way, same way we want to be judged, which is not. Nobody wants to be judged. That's why those memes, don't judge me, are so popular. Because <laughs> nobody wants to be judged. That the... You know, greater love has no man but that he lays down his life for his brother. Now, that's not going to happen with everybody because that that says there's something above and beyond. But the basics, you know, like he said, this sums up the law and the prophets. And that sums up a lot. That's a lot to be summed up in, in one sentence. Or two sentences, whatever it is. I mean, you think about it. The entire law basically boils down to treat other people the way you want to be treated. And anybody, I'm sorry, I gotta be careful. Be careful with my words. I'm not gonna say something mean. But if you don't, if you if you're if you don't believe that, because that doesn't even imply faith of any sort you know that if you don't believe that then you are lacking something fundamental in your understanding or you're purposefully denying it or purposefully blocking it now I understand there's people that have been hurt people that have you know People do terrible, awful things, and that makes other people respond in terrible, awful ways. Because unfortunately, most of the time, the way that the golden rule works is, oh, you treated me this way, so I'm going to treat you that way too. Because you must want me to treat you that way. See, that's not cool. Because we make assumptions. You're treating me this way, so... It's okay for me to treat you that way too. People don't realize that, that in doing that, they're changing other people's perception of them. And so they're not just affecting how that person is treating them, they're affecting how everyone sees them and treats and them. And treats them, that's true. And it makes it worse. Also, what we don't take into account so often is. I can say, hey, to Michael, 
And he can perceive that as me saying, hey, you know, say something to somebody and they're like, why are you yelling at me? I'm not yelling at you. I'm just talking. Can't hear anything today. (laughs) You know, so our perceptions skew how things, they filter how things, how other people treat us how we perceive how they treat us. So we can't base how we treat other people on how they treat us. We have to base it on how we want to be treated. And that's where I I think somehow or other we get, the world gets, all of us get skewed around, upside down and backwards. I think we switch it around that way. Jesus didn't say, treat everybody the way they treat you. That would be an ever-descending spiral of chaos and insanity. Oh, that's Facebook. Um, <laughs> sorry. have to edit that out. No, I won't. <laughs> but, but it's true. Well, you can't control other people. You can only control yourself. Right. And you have to decide what kind of person you're going to be. That's true. You can't control other people. You can't. And and no matter how and and to be real honest, no matter how logical your argument is, or emotional your argument is, or scientific your argument is, or mystical your argument what no matter how whatever your argument is it's not going to convince everybody it's not going to change anybody else's opinion of that subject unless they are looking for reason to change their opinion so you know you can if we're not careful we we devolve into nitpicking bitter curmudgeons I'm a curmudgeon sometimes I try not to be but I am I'm in it um, <laughs> I think we all are sometimes no matter how old or young we are sometimes we're curmudgeons <laughs> but if we're not careful we devolve into that and instead of looking for Hey, it would be nice if someone, you know, if somebody did this for me, I would like that. So I'm going to do that for somebody else. Instead of looking at things like that, we're like, why won't anybody do anything for me? I'm not doing nothing for nobody until somebody does something for me. I think if we take a step beyond that and do it just because it's the thing to do. Right. Without any thought of what's going to come back to me, well, granted, that's even yeah. that's even a greater thing. There's actually research that shows that as we are kind and polite to others, mm-hmm. it changes our brain. It's called neuroplasticity. The the construction of the neurons in the brain actually change, and brings about self healing within the body. Right. Mm-hmm. Healing from emotional and physical things. Right. Can happen as a result of being kind and polite to others. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
which kind of goes in. I mean, that's the same thing. It's there's a reason behind treat others as you want to be treated. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, and it, it does that. It's a selfish reason almost. But uh, you're right. We don't do it but you can't for do the it reasons. Of, well, it's the same thing as something that has always, always since I was little, bothered me, and I never really could figure out why until recent years. Is you know you would hear people say, well, there's a a heaven to be gained and a hell to shun, or you know, hell to be avoided, whatever the phrase was. Basically, they were doing things because they don't want to go to hell. I was like, why would I try to follow God just because I want to get to heaven or just because I don't want to go to hell? Shouldn't I try to follow God because I want to follow God? Shouldn't I want to be Christ-like because I want to be Christ-like? And as, you know, recent years or as years progressed, and, you know, I realized that when Jesus said the kingdom of heaven is at hand we can enter into the kingdom now not because we're looking for some reward or trying to avoid some punishment, which is what the world sees, and I've seen those arguments. Well, people are just Christian because they're trying to avoid punishment. Or the world's like, oh, well, I'd rather go to hell with my friends. And, you know, it's like, well, I don't know about that. You know, my... My uh, understanding of what hell actually is, without descriptions, is really the absence of God. Because we were created to be in the presence of God, created to be his companions. And so if we do, if we end up rejecting God, that puts us in hell. Because God won't. If we say, God, I don't want you in my life. And he's like, all right. That doesn't mean he won't work in people's lives around you. But but he's not going to push you. You may discover a hunger and an angst and a, a drive to find something. And then eventually, hopefully, you come to realize, I'm looking for God. And as soon as you're looking for God, God will say, here I am. You know, and you know, and our natural tendencies go well. Where have you been all this time? It's like you told me to leave, so I left. <laughs> I backed off. And, but, how's that all fit together? If we can live our lives treating other people the way we want to be treated, and like I said, not even just the way we want to be treated, but just treating other people the way, you know, not because we want other them to treat us back that way, but we're just saying, this is how I'd like to be treated, so I, I'm going to treat everybody this way. Because then you find yourself treating the cashier at the grocery store that way, or the, the I was about to say, you know, gas station attendant, but they don't have those except for in yeah, Oregon and New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> they just have cashiers. Um the uh or treating you know the receptionist at the wherever you go to or you know the security guard that you just you talk to or whoever you treat them the teachers that you you interact with the and the police officer that the, pulls you yeah, over the police officer that pulls you over 
Did you get pulled over last night? What? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Treat other people the way you'd like to be treated? <laughs> he was bringing up in, in context. You know, the, the, the policeman pulls you over. How do you, how do you respond? You know, do you respond thoughtfully or do you get irritated and upset and, you know. I don't know, I just thought maybe you didn't tell me. Oy vey. Anywho. So, we just have to consider those things because we'll treat all of those people better and then... You don't do it because you expect to be treated better yourself, but you'll be better, like what you were saying. You'll actually be better physically, better emotionally. Spiritually, you'll be clearer and better. You'll be in a better place because you'll be walking in the kingdom of heaven. You start to like yourself better. Yeah, and then you'll like, You'll treat other people better, even better. (laughs) Better, even better. You'll treat other people even, even more better. (laughs) It's exponential. Yeah, that's it. It has to do with your character, you know. Right. What kind of a character do you want? Well, it changes your character. Yeah. There's very few things that can change your character, really. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's people, there's things that define your character, lots of things that define your character, but... Very few things actually change your character, but this is one of them, which is why it sums up the law and the prophets. It actually, you know, changes you for the better. And if you, for the people who think that, you know, the golden rule is is bad or wrong or whatever, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what to say to you. So you're just using it as an excuse to treat people badly. <laughs> While they're saying that they're treating people well, they just want to be for the brat. sake of treating them well. But anyway, that's a whole other story altogether. I read something so. on Facebook this morning that was really good. Okay. It says it was it's Warren Buffett, but I don't know. You know, I don't know for sure if he really said that, but. You will continue to suffer if you have an emotional reaction to everything that is said to you. True power is sitting back and observing things with logic. True power is restraint. If words control you, that means everyone else can control you. Breathe and allow things to pass. There, There is some really good stuff in there. A couple things that are kind of like, hmm... I don't know, because logic isn't necessarily always the the defining factor, but all of those things that he said that can impact you directly are I was, right on. Yeah, I was just thinking about, yeah. you, if you allow words to control you, then everyone can control you. That's true. So any situation can control how you react. True. I mean, That's it's, absolutely. Not, it's not an easy thing to do. But no. You allow words to control you, then those things you read online and those headlines you see and everything like that can control you and mold your brain to where right. other people want it to be changed and molded to. Right. 
psychology, they call it a locus of control. You have either an external or an internal locus of control. Yep. If your locus of control is internal, then things that people say don't bother you because you know where you are. Right. So it's better to have an internal locus of control. Yep. Rather than be but controlled by everything outside of you. You also have to want to have peace. And a lot of people don't. A lot of people enjoy the drama and the, you know, all of that. Well, that's true. Or at least they seem to. You, you have to desire uh, peace. You know? I think some people just can't comprehend not having drama. I don't know that they they want the drama. They just have never experienced not having drama. It's like people that have never experienced peace and rest have a real hard time resting. Because they're constantly like, what am I supposed to be doing? I need to be doing something. You need to be productive. And it's like, no, you just need to rest. That is productive. No, I need to do something. No, you need to rest. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but it all fits together. It all piles into the same thing. And we need to, you know, and that's something that we need to think about. We need to consider, you know, how, where do our actions come from? Where do the 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 things that we do and say and how we treat other people, where where does that come from? Does it come from, well, my parents taught me I have to be this way? They might not have taught you anything that was bad, but that's not necessarily right either. You know, does it come from, well, you know, everyone expects me to be this way? That happens more times than not, and it's... Uh, not a good thing because you're never going to live up to other people's expectations well that also goes along with if someone's treating you a certain way and you start acting like they're treating you so you're just living up to their expectations well fine you think I'm like that I'll be that way yeah like you shouldn't do that yeah. Well, and that creates a, usually can create a a spiral, a, a declining spiral of you know. Yeah, that goes back to treating people the way they treat you. Yeah. Rather than the way that they should. Yeah. That you want to be treated. Then you want to be treated. And so those are you know those are things that we need to consider and pray about and be aware of. So. Anyhow, um, anybody else have anything else to say about that topic? So I have something else I want to just share in general. A coworker of mine that I didn't know very well, but I've known for almost a year now. Wonderful man. Was always, a, you know, always smiled, always cheerful, always up. As long as I've known him, he's been fighting cancer. I don't know what kind of cancer, but he passed away mm-hmm. this past week. And their his family, their memorial services today. So I just wanted to have prayer for mm-hmm. Eston's family that they would, because you know, we all know what it's like, well, to lose somebody, you know, mm-hmm. father, grandfather, whatever, um, and it's. 
you know, he's got at least one son, maybe two, that aren't young, but they're younger, you know, so, yeah, they're, mm. so, anyway, Jesus, I just pray that you'll help Eston's family, Lord, that in this time where they they have the the comfort they know they have faith and they know that he's with you but lord i pray you help his sons to be able to draw close to you and and to be able to understand that grief is normal it's okay it's good and that they just because they're grieving doesn't mean that they're denying that their dad's with you but Jesus I pray you just help their entire family Lord that they'll be strengthened and encouraged and lifted and and just help them Lord Jesus I, you know you know best what they need so I ask that you'd help in all ways Lord I pray you help all those that uh, were affected by his passing that that they would be strengthened and encouraged Lord thank you for what you're doing what you're going to do amen I, I barely knew Eston and it's like when they gave us the news that he had passed away, it's like, oh, that scrapes off old scars that I forgot were there. <laughs> Still, you know, it's like, oh, those scars weren't quite as healed over as I thought they were. You know. So, at any rate, I just pray that they'll be comforted and strengthened. Anyway, Jesus, we thank you and praise you and bless you. I pray you help us this week to uh, consider how we treat others, Lord. And and uh, I pray you help us to have your perspective in all areas, Lord. We praise you and bless you. Amen. Thank you for listening to Sunday Morning Podcast from Church Without Walls of Greer, South Carolina. If you have any questions or you need more information, please feel free to reach out to jonathan.wagner at intheupstate.net If you'd like to subscribe, please do so on whatever channel you found this podcast. And reach out to me or anyone if you have questions about Christianity.